Good morning and welcome to uh, the Letter to Philippi broadcast from lettertophilippi.org. And uh, I'd like to welcome you to our, our study today on Philippians chapter 2, verses 19 through 30. And we will be getting started soon. Just wanted to, uh, to get all of our... Uh, all of our streaming is going. Again, we're having trouble with Instagram, so we'll have to uh, work on that later. So this is the Letter to Philippi broadcast. My name is Sean Imsley. I'll be your teacher. Today in Letter to Philippi Live is an initiative of lettertophilippi.org, an organization that uh, is founded to be a research and teaching organization for 21st century Messianic Jewish theology. And we're our first initiative of our of our work here is the, the Letter to Philippi Live broadcast, our little Letter to Philippi study program through the Book of Philippians, which is the namesake of our organization is the Letter to Philippi. And we'll be going through that, looking at that, and how the Book of Philip the Letter to Philippi is is a is a letter of importance that, that is not studied by many many people most of the focus on on paul's letters on romans and galatians but there's there's the great jewel here in the in the letter to philippi the commonly known as philippians we'll be looking at at paul's teaching here as a running theme throughout the whole book on humility and also as we see in the second chapter we get a profound teaching in the messianic hymn about the divine nature of yeshua righteous messiah so we will get started with a word of prayer and then we will and we will get started today oh lord you're good we thank you for this day lord we thank you for this opportunity to study your word to look at the words of your righteous servant paul and, and may these words impact our lives, help us to learn something new today, and, and as Paul calls us to be, more and more in Messiah, and help that to be what comes out of this time today, Lord. In the name of Yeshua, Amen. So we come to, to, uh, to Philippians chapter 2, verses 19 through 30, where uh, we have the... Uh, we have Paul teaching about the examples of humility of two people that are familiar to the, those in Philippi. Timothy, who was with Paul when he founded the Messianic community in Philippi, and Epaphroditus, who was a member of the Philippian community that was sent to Paul to, to, to care for him in his, his uh, imprisonment in Rome. They sent him from Philippi to care for Paul and his imprisonment. As Paul called the Philippians to imitate the example of Yeshua, he now has two other examples for them to model in their lives, Timothy and Epaphroditus. There's two people they were familiar with. Timothy, who was who was painting of Paul, that was with him on his first visit to Philippi, and the establishment of the community, and Epaphroditus, a member of the, the Messianic community in Philippi that, uh, that was sent to serve Paul. 
The Philippians already knew both of these individuals well. In verse 19, we read, and this is, this is the first section we're looking at, at Timothy, the example of Timothy, the humble example of Timothy. Verse 19 and on we read, But I hope in the Lord Yeshua to send Timothy to you, shortly that I too may be cheered by knowing how you are doing. I have no one who compares with him who I who will care so sincerely for your welfare. People all, all put their own interests ahead of the Messiah Yeshua, but you know his character, but like a child with his father, he slaves with me to advance the good news. The Philippians already knew Timothy as a man of character, and they knew that they could be confident in his impending service to them on behalf of Paul. They knew his character. They knew that he was coming under the authority of Paul as Paul's representative to them. And Timothy functioned as Paul's son in his work of, of ministry, in his work of sharing the good news of the Messiah. We didn't know much about Timothy's biological father, except that he was Greek and apparently was not active in the life of his son, Timothy, who seems to have been brought up by his mother and grandmother, which we read about in 2 Timothy 1.5. Both his mother and grandmother were believers in Yeshua. And his mother, his mother was, was Jewish and a Jewish believer in Yeshua. In verse 23 and 24, it continues. So I hope to send him just as soon as I see how things will go. And I am confident in the Lord that before long, I myself will come too. In these verses, Paul expresses hope to send Timothy to be with the people in Philippi to be with them and to be his representative to them and for them and his proxy is his, his, his presence and his authority among them. Paul even expressed the hope that he would be released from prison, his imprisonment to make one final trip to Philippi, see these people that he meant that meant so much to him. But as we know, he was not released from his last imprisonment and was executed under under Nero. So in, in looking at, at Timothy today, as an example of Timothy, Timothy being another example of humility, we have the first example of humility in chapter one as Paul talks about his own his own humble sacrifice and servanthood for the Messiah. In the first part of chapter two we have the Messianic hymn with Yeshua, the highest, the greatest example of humble service and willingness to even die. And he died the death of a slave on the on the stake on the Roman cross for us. And then later in chapter two, we see these the example of Timothy, and we'll later look at the example of Epaphroditus, who were who were fellow believers with the Messianic community of Philippi. And Paul here is bringing out that these character of the character of humility of these two men who who though who they would be familiar with whereas whereas there's this great great picture of of Paul being this great leader and Yeshua the greatest example of humility he's now bringing it bringing it to, to them as people that are more more on their 
on their uh, their regular connections in the set in looking at an example of hum, of hum, humility and and one of the one of the interesting that Paul brings out about Timothy is that is that in contrast on contrast to to much of the world who puts themselves first and their greatest desire is is to to care for and, and focus on their needs and their interests ahead of the Messiah issue, ahead of the work of bringing the good news in the world, and ahead of living lives honoring God and serving God. In contrast to that, we see in verse 21 that that Paul, Paul says, though other people do this, it's common that other put other things in front of their service to Messiah Yeshua. That Timothy you know, and you know his character, and that he slaves with me for the good news. That unlike those who, who, who are distracted by the world, those are distracted by other things than, than service to the Messiah, Timothy was an example of one who earnestly served. He, he was he was slave to the Messiah. He was not only just a a, a disciple, a, a believer, a follower. He was he was a slave of the Messiah. That he was given over completely to the service of the Messiah. And this is something he is that Paul here is commending on to the Philippian believers and us by extension that our first focus should be on the serving the Messiah and being a slave of Messiah Yeshua. And that the highest form of life is to be a slave of Messiah. Like the greatest achievement one can, can have in life is to be either in Hebrew and Evet Hashem, a servant of, of God, like Moses, our teacher, or here in, or, or, or a doulos, a slave, a bond servant, of Messiah Yeshua, and Timothy was that, and Paul was that, and he called the people of Philippi to, in their own lives, to model that and to be slaves of the Messiah. That they understand that they're more than just taking on a belief system; they're taking on a slavery to the Messiah, and slavery to the God of Israel. And after speaking about the character of, of Timothy and how he was totally given over to the Messiah, totally given over to the God of Israel and to the work of bringing the message of Messiah to the world, Paul says that he hopes to send Timothy, Timothy who, who would have been with him in, in Rome during this imprisonment. And Timothy would have served more than likely as the the scribe who actually wrote down these words of this letter as Paul dictated them. As he was so close to Paul, Paul wanted to send Timothy to the people in Philippi to be his representative and to be a one to bring them encouragement that Paul himself could not physically do. But he wanted to send Timothy as his proxy to, to physically send a greeting physically to be there and to show his deep love for the Philippian community. 
and he even hoped that he would actually receive a, a release from prison, that he could actually go to Philippi one more time before his death, before his execution. But we know that that, uh, that Paul was not released from prison, and he was actually executed under, under Nero. So Paul hoped to send this great example of humility, this example of a true servant, true slave of the Messiah, to be with them. And uh, also, so we see here in Timothy one example of a person familiar to the Philippian community that was an example of humility, an example of servanthood to the Messiah, an example for the Philippians and for us to emulate. Next, we come to Epaphroditus in verses 25 to 30. Epaphroditus was, as I said, was a member of the community of Philippi. He was from Philippi, and he was sent from the Messianic community of Philippi to, to be with Paul, to care for Paul, to bring him, bring him supplies, bring him, bring him financial, bring him monies, other things to take for his care, of which, which unlike unlike the prisons today, we were are are provided with with uh, with with bedding and and food and other others other necessities of life roman prisons were not like that you were basically on your own they basically threw you in threw you in a cell and if you were to have food or medical attention or other things others would have to come in and bring those to you because those things were not were not provided you know even even things as, as so, so Epaphroditus was sent to bring food, bring medical supplies and other things to take care of Paul in his imprisonment, of which basically in the Roman Roman system, you basically were just given a cell. And if you had, you know, your need for food, water and other things would had to be provided by others. So Epaphroditus was sent to bring a gift of, of financial help to Paul to take care of his basic needs and also to be an encouragement to him from the Philippine community. So verse 25, we read, Also I consider necessary to send you Epaphroditus, my brother, my fellow worker, and fellow soldier, the emissary from whom you sent to take care of me, of my needs. Since he has been longing for you all, and has been distressed because you heard he was ill. Indeed, he was ill, close to death, but God had mercy on him, and not only on him, but also on me. Otherwise, I would have been, had sorrow piled on sorrow. Therefore, I am all the more eager to, to send him, so you may rejoice when you see him again. And I, for my part, may, may be less sad, so give him a joyful welcome in the Lord. Honor such people, for he risked his life and nearly died working for me. Working for the Messiah in order to give me the help you were not in a position to give. The Philippians and sent Epaphroditus, as we said, a member of the Messianic community of Philippi, to serve Paul during his Roman imprisonment. As I said, as I said, any, any needs of the prisoners would have to be taken care of 
by others, by friends, family, and others. So the people in Philippi sent Epaphroditus from Philippi to Rome to bring him a gift, to bring him, him food, other, other financial needs, medical supplies, you know, even even writing implements for for Timothy to to uh, do his, to write out the to write out the letters that Paul was sending out from prison, in which we know that there were there were four prison letters that Paul wrote, of which Philippians was one, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon were the four letters written from prison. So, so we see, so we see here that that Epaphroditus was was sent by the, the Philippian community to care for Paul. We don't know why Paul sent Epaphroditus to Philippi, but after his time there in Philippi, there's been a traditional understanding he was sent back to Philippi with this letter. So we see that 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 he was sent from the Philippian community, and after spending time there with 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 paul in 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 rome, in rome at the prison in rome paul sent him back to philippi and it's believed by various scholars that he was sent back with this letter that that when, when this letter was completed paul thought it was it was time to send to send the paradise back so he was sent back with you know it is believed that he, sent, that he returned to philippi with this letter Another possibility for Paul to send Epaphroditus back to Philippi was because the Philippians had heard of his illness and Paul wanted him to return to them in health to comfort their fears. So we, we, see, we see that in, in, in this, uh, Paul wrote, wrote about that Epaphroditus became ill actually to the point of death in Rome. So, and so that word had, had spread to Philippi and they were concerned about his health. And one of the other reasons with with Paul sending him back was after he recovered, he wanted him then to go back, wanted him to return to Philippi to show them that he had recovered and to ease their concern, ease their pain over thinking that their brother was ill, even possibly had died. So to be to show show them that he was alive, he was well. Paul also also could have returned him back and also doubly that he could take this letter back to the people of Philippi. Uh, scholar Robert Leitner expanded on Paul's feelings about Epaphroditus when he wrote, but Paul wanted to be doubly sure the believers in Philippi knew how highly he thought of Epaphroditus. He called him my brother, fellow worker, fellow soldier and messenger. He shared Paul's spiritual life, labors and dangers. He willingly took the role of a servant to assist Paul. This means this, this man, whose name means charming, Epaphroditus means charming, served the Lord while he served others. While there with Paul in Rome, Epaphroditus became sick to the point of death, possibly from the poor conditions of Paul's life, under home arrest in Rome. As he recovered from his illness and 
As he recovered from his illness and has served Paul well, this faithful worker is being returned to the community to continue his service for Yeshua among the Philippian Messianic community. So we see, see here that in the example of, of Epaphroditus, that he was willing to serve, he was willing to, to leave his home in Philippi to, to meet the physical needs of Paul in prison, to, to as I said, to bring him financial support, bring him, bring him supplies, bring him food, and bring him words of encouragement from the people of Philippi. And this this embodies his his also like Timothy being a servant of the Messiah, Dulos, a Evan Hashem, a, a, a servant of God, a servant of the Messiah, by caring for Paul. And he showed this through his actions, even willing to the point of, of being ill to the point of, of death, that his he was willing to risk his life to serve Paul and to serve the work of Messiah that Paul was doing. And, and we see that, that after his, his service, that showed his deep commitment to the work that Paul was doing, to the work of, of the Messiah, that he was sent back to the Philippian community. One, to, to more than likely deliver this letter, and also to show the, the people of Philippi that who heard about his illness, to show them that he was alive and well, and for him to, to share with them all that God had been doing in Rome because of, of, of uh, Paul being in prison. So we see him as another, another example. We see these in the examples of Timothy, and Epaphroditus, we see two examples of people who are modeling the Messiah, modeling the humility of the Messiah, modeling the servanthood of the Messiah. And we see here with Epaphroditus that he was to the point of death in prison, more than likely, as we said, from the poor conditions of the, the prisons in Rome, that in his, his time with Paul, that he he you know, had some kind of, of illness or disease that, that, that took hold of him and nearly took his life. So he was, was willing to lay down his life for the Messiah. And the Messiah gave his life for him, as Paul would, would soon give his life at the execution under, under Nero. This was also something that was willingly took upon by Epaphroditus. He was willing to give his life to serve the Apostle Paul, to serve the Messiah. So in these two men, we see two examples. And Timothy, as one who was known as a servant of God, as one who was known as a man of character, a man who, who had his full focus on living for the Messiah, whereas his full focus on, on serving the God of Israel through making the Messiah Yeshua known to the world. And he was an example of true humility in that he put everything aside for the sake of, of the work of making Messiah known and serving the Messianic community. And secondly, we have Paphroditus, 
was a member of the Philippian Messian community, who was a, an example of of the the humble service, the service willing to even even to go to the point of death for for serving the work of God and being a true a true servant of the Messiah that that his commitment to the work of Paul, his commitment to the work of the Messiah was not was not a minor thing for him, but it was his focus. And he was an example of a person from Philippi who was taking on truly the example of Paul and was truly living in Messiah and truly living the way of a true servant of Messiah. So in these two men, we continue to see the theme of humility throughout the book of, of Philippians. As I said in chapter one, we have the humble example of Paul and his his serving serving God, serving Messiah, even though in chains. And the first part of chapter two, we see the highest example of humility, that being of Messiah Yeshua, the greatest example of humility. In the latter part of the chapter two, which we looked at today, we see the humble examples, the humble servants, Timothy and Epaphroditus, who continues to show this example that they modeled Paul, who modeled the Messiah. And these are, are, are continuing throughout this book. We will continue to see the theme of humility coming up. Starting tomorrow, we'll be looking, beginning chapter three of the letter, and we will be getting what Dr. David Stern called a negative example of humility, that being pride. We'll be looking at, at those coming into the Philippian community proud over their status. Whatever that status will be, we will, exa we will examine the various options of what that status could be. But there are those who come in and show pride over over whatever status it is in their life and we see we'll see that that in this there in this we have the a negative example of humility that contrasts with the with the uh four examples so far we've seen of humility of paul messiah yeshua timothy and epaphroditus so in chapter three we'll be looking at a negative example of humility a contrast to humility, pride, and how Paul challenges that as he continues to stand up for humble servanthood. And that will be something we will get into starting tomorrow as we get into chapter three of the letter. And once again, thank you for everyone who has participated in our broadcast and watched this live. For those who will be watching the, the video when we post it on our website, Letter to Philippi.org, and also it'll be on on uh, Facebook and Instagram. We'll be posting this. We're we're unable to do the live live stream to uh, to Instagram today, so we'll be, I'll post it later to IGTV. So we'll uh, thank you for uh, watching. If you want more information on Letter to Philippi, you can go to Letter to Philippi.org. There you can. You can uh, ask any questions you want about our ministry. You can leave a prayer request. We've, we know that prayer 
is vitally important and shows our real commitment to God by taking everything to prayer. So you can fill out a prayer request form there. If you are, uh, if you uh, we appreciate if you give a, a financial contribution to our work, there's a donation link there. And as I said, we'll be adding more content over the time. If you miss any of these, these uh, classes, they are posted under our teachings link on this on the site we have all the videos so far from uh, chapter one to now so we have there should be about 12 12 uh, videos and audios on online there so those things are available and again this is da a daily broadcast at 12 p.m Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time 10 p.m jerusalem time and this is letter to philippi live i'm your teacher sean imsley and this is an initiative of lettertophilippi.org. And uh, that will conclude us for a day with just a final word of prayer, and we will go on with our days. We thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for these words you've given us from Rob Shoal, the Apostle Paul, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the examples of Timothy and Epaphroditus, who show us what true servanthood is, true humble submission to you, and willingness to to have our whole focus on you. We thank you for your love. We thank you for this time to be together. We thank you for this opportunity to study your scriptures. We thank you, Lord, for our Messiah, who is our life now and forever. And in his holy name we pray. Amen. So, shalom for now, and uh, I will see you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time, 10 p.m. Jerusalem time for the next letter to Philippi Live, and we will be getting into Philippians chapter 3. Goodbye for now.